Do you long to embody mindfulness and compassion in your parenting life? Yeah, me too. Welcome to Mindfully Parenting Atypical Kids. Let's go on this journey together. Hi. I want to introduce you to someone really, really special in my life who I don't think I would have survived the last... I'm going to start crying. <laughs> oh my <Aww>. God. <laughs> um, I don't... I would not have survived the last 10 years without. Aww. And I, I think of her as, as Ocean's other mom. And... Um, we have been through some big stuff, some ups and downs, and we have weathered it, and we have um, we survived it. Andrea, would you like to introduce yep. yourself? Okay. <laughs> While I get myself together. Uh, yeah. uh, well, my name is Andrea, and I met Kate ten or a little. A little more than that because we were both pregnant and she was my prenatal yoga teacher. I started taking her, her class at the YMCA, um, the prenatal yoga class, being born days apart. And then um, I think maybe I, I, I probably reached out to you, Kate, because I was trouble maybe breastfeeding or something. Like you were still my teacher. Right. When I reached, I was still your teacher. We weren't friends yet. A question like a hard time breastfeeding, and I didn't know you had just given birth, and it was also a home birth. We both had a home. Right. You know, there was like a lot of similarities, and there was similarities because I guess we started to um, getting advice from each other together. I think the first play date they had when. Okay. <sighs> so anyway. Um, we started getting together and then just you, at the beginning was just kind of like moms, like I, I, I remember that the first thing we were doing was kind of like complaining with each other about how so many other moms were not really actually complaining <laughs> enough, you know, like we're not, <laughs> it's like, how why don't, they, yeah, why don't they have uh, issues about sleep and... <laughs> Yeah, like, why are they saying that they're fine? They're not, you know. They must not be fine. fine after they just had a baby. Uh, our babies were like three months old. They were not fine. Right. They were Four not fine. Four months, five months, six months, eight months, nine months. They were not fine yet. Because, um, no. so you know, it just takes a long time. And mostly they were like, and for the most part, we were dealing with first-time moms. For the most part. I think maybe it eventually got down to... Really, you, me, and Sarah, I guess, in the end. Well, because then we started the atypical road right. together. Mm -hmm. And that's when, you know, it was just so crucial. I mean, for the longest time, we were having doubts together, right? Like, yeah, but, um, I think I think I generally I'm, I'm a little more I'm a little more generally denial prone than you are. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. So there were, yeah, there were moments when you were like, he's doing this and I'm worried. And I'm like, oh, isn't that just, you know, part of normal? You know, like, Their yeah. personality. Yeah. Well, just, I think Max was going like this. Yeah. Like, and you were like, I'm worried about it. I'm like, Ocean does that. So they're both doing it. So that must be normal. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were different though. Ocean, like, yeah. Ocean was talking and he, he was... Mm -hmm. 
Ocean was talking was and walking. Max was walking. So mm-hmm. that was the, you know, Ocean wasn't walking and Max wasn't talking. So it was like right. different things that were going on, but Ocean was definitely a lot more social than Max was. So, mm-hmm. um, still not as social as a lot of other, uh, other Ocean? Kids. Yeah. I mean, I have a very bad frame of reference, so to me, he's super social. <laughs> um, he is yeah, now. so then, yeah, th- yeah, now he is. Then he, you know, they just, we just, it was amazing because I think it was like around nine months that I was like absolutely certain Max ha- was autistic. And uh, I was telling you, like, he's autistic, you know? And I think maybe you were like, mm. right. Um, but I had no idea. Yeah. And I mean, and I was, was trying that to thing where, like, I think and I not that much. I mean, you were like, okay. you know, go with your gut, whatever. And, good. Um, oh, good. <laughs> and you were just and you were just there with with me, you know, right. because, yeah, a lot of the people, a lot like all of the therapists, all of the my family members, they were all saying that I was crazy. I'm really so, glad I didn't say that. Yeah, I don't think you would have said that that's how we so how our friendship started and then we just kind of like went through the actual like holy shit like now what, what are we gonna do what does this mean yeah you know? what you got uh, what resources have you got what <laughs> what do we do now yeah yeah <laughs> and learn learning learning about like what what does this mean you know we weren't yeah. like immediately i think we might have must have been devastated at some point Definitely, but um, I was but scared. Was, yeah, I was. I was angry. I think mm-hmm. I was really angry. So good to be able to like, name those feelings. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so not fair because I never recovered from from postpartum. Like mm. I was just so tired. You know, I so sleep deprived. I feel like I only started gaining back my sleep a couple of years ago. He's 10 now, so. Uh, and now I just, get the thing that I love the most, <laughs> the thing I love the most in life is to sleep. I want to live <laughs> so that I can sleep. <laughs> it's like, it just feels so good. Sleeping feels so good, so good. I have never valued sleep as much as I do now, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I mean, I feel like it was so for we were so extremely fortunate to have each other because all of a sudden our world was the normal world because we had each other. We just go back and forth, right? And yeah. we had that little that that kids. little community where you just don't need anything more than somebody. Yeah. I mean, you have somebody that that is going through the same kind of journey as you are. That's rare. That's really it's rare. Even though it's essential. full, you know, the community is full of us. Yeah. But, but not, it's hard to then find your bubble within the community because. Yeah. And break know, through people. whatever other differences there might be to really become close. Yeah. And I don't yeah. know if, you know, which came first, but our kids are best friends. Our kids are best friends. They're brothers. I don't, yeah, I feel like they're brothers and I don't feel like we forced it. You know, yeah, we had playdates because well, we, didn't we wanted to hang out with it. each other. Yeah, <laughs> but I feel like 
I'm glad that you told me over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, never got tired of telling me that what I perceived as Max's um, lack of interest in playing and just kind of like lack of connection. You kept telling me that that's not how Ocean saw it, you know? Yeah. And yeah. And that's like, I, I was always like ready to just like pull it. Because I was so, to just like pull him away because I was so disappointed, you know, that like hmm. Ocean, Ocean was being so friendly and so patient with him. And I didn't feel like he was giving back. There's um, something about the two of them together that we will never understand. Yeah. Well, now, but now it's like, now when you see them giving to each other, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have had that because I would have decided that it wasn't working, you know? But you were like you just kept telling me like I I know what you see, but I I don't think that's what Ocean sees, you know. Yeah, and it's important to remember that. And I feel like for many many things that's so important and something that has resonated with the five day day challenge because it just sort of like reminds you that, that the way that what we are thinking and what we're going through in the moment with our kids is not necessarily what they're perceiving. That's so not true. really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just always so important to remember that because it's so, it can be so soothing. It can also be the other way around. Right. But yeah, because for most of us being, um, I mean, if, if we're also, atypical then that's that's a little you know a little closer a little maybe better understanding but although I'm atypical in my anxiety and my sensory stuff I think I'm pretty neurotypical as far as um, you know as far as where ocean's at so yeah sometimes I don't get it but I have to trust him feel like for me is more I don't think I'm that neuro I'm that atypical I mean it's like I definitely this is definitely the planet that I belong to right for better or worse Mm -hmm. Uh, um, and for him but it's the artist I you know the artist part of myself that has helped me kind of just see him you know like as he is his own thing he is his own genuine self his mm-hmm. his own his own self he is his own self he belongs to himself and he is he owes it to himself you know whatever it is not to me or to right you my mean worldview, his, certainly yeah. his work his hard work and, his... and, and how he's how he's going to fit in the world right you know how he's yeah, going to so fit hard in the to world tell. i don't know yeah I, I want him to fit in the world and like financially, period, right? <laughs> and then other than that, I was like, as long as well, you don't want him to, to live, as long as they have a job, you know, like I have to say it, I do want him to have a job. Yeah. So that's hard, right? To get them ready to. <laughs> But it's also like so great to know that other parents, I mean, I put it out there one time, like, what's your biggest fear about your child's future um, in a special needs, you know, parenting 
group. Yeah. And so many of those fears were the same, you know, like, what are they going to do when I'm gone? What, you know, how is that? But we, we can't see what they're going to be when they are adults. We can see who they are right now and we can really be present with that. Yeah. But yeah. Getting, getting them ready, getting them ready. How do we do that? Yeah. How and I wonder how much parents of typical kids think about that, you know, do they ever think about that or are they just kids? You know, well, that's something think, that early on I realized typical kids could be just kids and atypical kids could not, mm. you know, atypical because you're have to work harder, harder, harder. Yeah. You, well, not because you got to, um, you got to play by the rules and you when the rules are not natural, when the rules don't come organically to you, yeah. you got to learn them explicitly. You're ostracized. You get ostracized. Yeah. So then you have to like get them to work really hard all the time. And then you see like other kid, like a typical kid throwing a tantrum and it's like, it's okay. They're just a kid. I'm like, oh, my kid's even younger than that. And they can't throw that tantrum. Mm. They're not allowed. Cause it's, you know, because it, he's throwing a tantrum for something that is not, that makes no sense to people, you know? And it's like, why is that? Why can't kids have tantrums, you know, for, for different reasons? Why can't my kid just also have the same amount of, of, of um, passes that other children have, Great. that regular children have? Yeah, I remember that example that they use sometimes in schools of like a kid with a para, like they're on top of them every time they're out of line. And the other kid, you know, who's the typically developing kid is like under the desk pretending to be a snake or something like that, you know, and the, mm -hmm. and the kid with the para is like, nope, you've got to write that letter over again until you get it perfect. It's like, we can't yeah. expect our kids to be perfect. No kid is perfect, you know. And that, 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 that extra, that extra weight that is put on our kids is so, um, it's so inappropriate. It's so wrong. You know, it's something that should really be looked into. Why are you putting yeah. more pressure on the kids that right. it's twice as hard for them? You know, well, that might lead into what you wanted to talk about, about the pandemic, like, like taking off like gradually taking off the pressure. Do you want to talk right. about that now? Yeah, I mean, I was saying that structure is such a lifeline for, you know, for everybody, but particularly for for children. For our kids, yeah. Yeah, for children who need to know what's happening, right? Yeah. That's important for, so that, that knowing ahead of time what's going to happen is going to help them feel better about who they are better about themselves and therefore that is going to uh if they're feeling better they're going to experience more positive uh have more positive experiences because they're coming from from a place of well-being yeah um 
And so how important is that? It becomes like the most important thing for a lot of us families who have children right. with special needs. So structure. Like regulation, right? Self-regulation or just being self-regulation for them. Yeah. But that we think that we know what's going to regulate them yeah. for the longest, you know, like <laughs> it's such a process, like they don't know and we don't know. So we have to right. learn together, you right. know, but it just takes so long because like, I mess yeah. up, they mess up, like, you know, we're all... Like, and then also something might work for a little work. while. Mm -hmm. Something works for a little while and then it doesn't. And then, mm -hmm. you know, you think that that's never, ever going to work again. And then it becomes your so lifeline they, again, like three years yeah. later, you know. <laughs> it's completely, you know, it's just atypical development, right? Yeah. It's um, an unexpected and and you have to be ready for anything and everything. And, and that is and, wearing. Oh my God, that is so wearing, right? Um, and so, and also it's because like just being like on top of on just like on top of things all the time. Yeah, you know, you have to be on top of things all the time. And I was telling you that like I feel like for me, Max started therapies when he was twenty months old, so he has been working his ass off from 20 mm -hmm. months old like he's been doing things that he does not want to do all the time yeah. since he was 20 months that's not cool you know that's a lot of work yeah so but we get used to that because like for me seeing him idle it would be a trigger mm. to like immediately do something about that and if i couldn't do something about that that somebody else had to figure out you know, something. His, yeah. Figure out what's his wrong. His dad, his grandma, who, <laughs> nanny, his teacher, whoever, you know, right. was there. So, uh, but make sure, make sure this kid is never idle. Right. At least has to be engaged in a board game. At the very mm -hmm. least. At the very least. In a board game. Um, and then and the screen time is like, always like, a reward. So with the pandemic, that becomes ridiculous. Like we can't Impossible. be on top of things and we're completely fried. We've been fried mm -hmm. for like eight months straight. Mm -hmm. So now we reached like a, a new level <clears throat> of fried. <laughs> yeah. And I feel that it's like for the, la for the past four weeks or so, it's been gradually, that being on top of Max has been gradually decreasing because I honestly, I don't even want to, you know, yeah. it's like just keep watching that movie and I will read my horoscope, you know, and it's whatever. Because <sighs> everybody is so tired and because there's nothing to do and can't even go outside sometimes. Um, and we go outside, it could, could be stressful because then he wants to pick up a soccer game with mm. another kid with, with no mask or something, you know? Yeah. Um. So it's always like, oh, let's just uh, let's watch a movie instead. So gradually it's that those expectations and that being on top of him has been disappearing. And it's mm -hmm. been like four weeks that I ask nothing of him. Nothing at all, except for to not play too much iPad. <laughs> because that's it. It's over. Yeah. I have nothing left, you know? Right. And uh, I can totally relate to that. 
I feel like yeah. I've got a like tattoo that says bad mom right across my forehead. <laughs> right, right. I wrote and that I'm like owning back. it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> this is the way yeah, it's going to be. I completely right now. owned it. I completely owned it on this la- on this lack of his school. And I was like, sorry guys, I'm a bad mom. I'm a hashtag bad mom. <laughs> and then somebody oh, well. somebody wrote somebody wrote like like he, they wrote hashtag bad mom. I don't know how it was like bad was crossed out and then they wrote hashtag rad mom. I love it. And then and then like a bunch of people liked the hashtag rad mom. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh I was so moved. I was so touched. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're like it's okay if you let him stay up until midnight watching the great British baking show. <laughs> the great British baking show. It's educational, Andrea. <laughs> it is educational. He's learned a lot. He made those macarons. I mean, that's the thing with YouTube. I'm always having this battle with Ocean with YouTube. But then I realized that I was talking to someone and I was like, oh, yeah, Ocean learned it on YouTube. And I'm like, wait. He learns more from YouTube than he learns at school these days. Yeah, he he he's got his his YouTube um, watch list is very well curated. Except that himself. he gets into scary stuff. Mm-hmm. That worries me, and also it affects. Which I think sleep. he really. I think that's like way. Pa- I don't know. I feel like. I have a feeling he's gonna make scary movies. He already is. Yeah, I should post he already that. Is, and they're, they're really video. good. They're really yeah, good. I, if he lets me post that Blair Witch one in the group, I will. So can we do today's practice together? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so it's a loving kindness practice. Did you do it yet? The one for today? Yeah. yeah. yeah you I'll did? Well, you get like extra <laughs> claps or snaps or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, loving kindness is one of those things we can never, I can never get enough of. This one I did a little differently because I thought for a lot of parents, um, getting to self-care and self-compassion is harder than the habit of putting so much of our our kind of hearts outside of our bodies, right, onto our kids to protect and to care for. And so the habit is more of of sending that love out around our kids. And then if we do that first, then we take it in, it might be easier to welcome that in. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. All right, so let's try it. Um, I, I like to put my hand on my heart, but it's up to you, you don't have to. And think of your child in a moment when things were really nice and sweet and cozy. And if there's no moment like that that you can think of, then think of a moment when things were neutral. I'm just going pretty okay. And breathing in, imagine saying to your child, may you be happy. And as you breathe out, May you feel safe. As you breathe in, may you know that you are loved. And as you breathe out, 
May you know that you are not alone. And let's do it again. So you can link it with breath or not, it's your choice. Seeing your child happy, breathing in, may you be happy. Letting that go, may you feel safe. May you know that you are loved. And we shower them with loving kindness. May you know that you are not alone. You'll never be alone. Now with these same warm feelings, turn them inward towards yourself. Receiving and deserving this loving kindness. And as you breathe in, welcome it in. May I be happy. As you breathe out, may I feel safe. Breathe in. May I know that I am loved. And breathing out, may I know that I am not alone. We'll do it again. Adding the breath, rhythm or not. May I be happy, receive. May I feel safe. May I know that I am loved. May I know that I'm not alone. And I feel like right now, it's essential that we add in sending it out. And it is really hard to, at times, especially to include all beings in our loving kindness practice. But just keep in mind, we don't have to agree with them. We don't have to agree with them. But we can see the tiny drop of the divine in all beings. And if you need to leave one or two out, it's okay, but every being has some tiny drop of common humanity or common beingness, because it's not just humans. All right, so let's try it. May all beings be happy. May all beings feel safe. May all beings know that we are loved. And may all beings know that we are not alone. May all beings feel happy. May all beings feel safe. May all beings know that we are loved. May all beings know that we are not alone. Andrea, this was really just so touching and so special. And I'm so sorry that we had the tech issues. And I'd love to do it again sometime. So if you ever have another, um, another time slot, maybe in a couple of weeks or something when Max is back in school. <laughs> yeah. We could do it again. 
I would love that. All righty. Thank All you right, so much thanks. for having me. And love you. For caring about what I have to say. Love you too. Oh, so Bye. much. Yes. Bye. Thank you for joining Mindfully Parenting Atypical Kids. I really appreciate you walking alongside me. Please click the link and leave me a voicemail. Can't wait to hear from you.